Welcome to the Roberta Style Lee Inspirational Women Series, a place for women from around the globe to share their inspiring stories, discover what makes them tick, what makes them vulnerable, how they deal with the good times and the bad, and what keeps them happy, healthy, confident, and sane. Get ready to be inspired. Here's your host, Roberta Lee. This is episode 24 on the Roberta Stowley podcast. I'm very excited to welcome Elaine Rowe onto the show. Elaine is the founder of Lady Boss Blogger. She's passionate about showcasing the profiles of female entrepreneurs around the globe, as well as raising awareness of an amazing project called the Micah Project. And she'll be explaining a little bit more about that in the show. So I'd like to welcome Elaine and welcome come on. Hello. Hello, how are you? So glad to be here. Uh, I'm fine, thank you. And I'm really excited to have you here. And um, I know we connected sometime last year. So it's you know lovely that our schedules have aligned and it enabled us to be able to get this interview in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Elaine, um, I've given you a, a really brief introduction, but perhaps you can give our listeners and me a little bit more insight into what it is you're currently doing and where you're located. I am currently working on my blog, which is called Lady Boss Blogger, and I highlight female entrepreneurs in all stages of life um, or all stages of their business career, and I'm located in Chicago. Okay, amazing. So, Elaine, tell me a little bit about your personal story. So what sort of uh, led you to doing what you're doing today? I actually felt like I kind of fell into it because of circumstances of life. So I, I, I was actually in the wedding industry in Chicago and I had worked my butt off um, to become the national wedding sales manager for a global company and actually helped take the company global. Um, and after doing that, um, I mean, I was so busy. My job was my life. I loved it, but I didn't realize actually how, how, toxic of a situation I was in until one day when my uh, fiance at the time, he called me from overseas and he told me that his brother had just been murdered. And I was stunned. I had no idea what I was going to do, but I did know that I had to tell my boss that, you know, I had to take off work to, to, to go see him and bury his brother, you know? Mm -hmm. So I did. And my boss, so I asked my boss if I could go down there. I, I even told him that I would work down there. Um, and he said no, that I could not go down there and I could not go see his brother because it would affect my work and it was booking season. At that exact moment, I was like, okay, obviously my boss doesn't care about me. I've been slaving away for this guy for mm -hmm. you know two years, you know. And, and this is how he treats me. And all of a sudden, my eyes were open. I felt like scales fell off my eyes. And I was like, I need to get out of here ASAP. So I tried to quit. To no avail, <laughs> he actually started piling on all these, you know, legal accusations saying, you know, oh, you have proprietary information and blah, 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 which is proprietary information I created for his company, um, you know, like sales packets. And of course, I would willingly give it back. It's not a problem at all. I mean, I loved the company, um, but he started accusing me of all these things as well as saying that, um, he's like, if you leave this company, I will no longer be able to quote unquote protect you. And you will no longer be able to work ever in the wedding industry in anything because I will make sure of it. Yes. And so I was like, 
oh my God. I mean, as I said, my job was my life. I had nothing besides that. And I realized at that moment how fragile what I was holding on to was not my own. So I hired a lawyer. I finally was able to quit. Um, in retrospect, I actually did not need to hire a lawyer. I was just honestly scared out of my mind and I could have just left, but I had no idea I could just do that. Anyways, so I moved down to Honduras. I packed up all my bags in like two suitcases, moved down there. And I thought it would just be easy breezy, but without a plan, without anything, it was actually really, really hard transition. Um, I had no job, you know, I had no purpose. I had no money. I had no friends. I was isolated. It's, I mean, Honduras, I mean, yes, it's Central America and it's gorgeous, but it's also the number one murder capital of the world, um, outside of war. So it's really dangerous. So you can't necessarily just like go outside. And especially I didn't speak Spanish. I had, I had no ability to communicate. The, my only friend was my fiance, you know? And so I felt really trapped, really lonely, really terrible. And I regretted my decision moving down there, even though I did move down there for a good, you know, a good reason. And, and ironically, I moved down there to, for him, but he ended up being there more for me than anything else, you know, that shows his character and, and who he is. Um, but yeah, so I was down there and one day I was like, you know, after like a, a month of just wallowing around and, you know, crawling on the ground, just being really depressed. I uh, started a blog because I was like, you know what? I need to learn. This is the time to learn. This is the time to refocus and, and find my purpose again um, and find a purpose um, because obviously my wedding skills didn't translate down there. Right. Um, so I had to recreate myself and relearn everything. So I started a blog because, and I named it lady boss blogger because I wanted to blog about lady bosses and learn how to become a blogger. <laughs> so like all those wrapped up in one. And so I started it and I started reaching out to women who inspired me, um, and asking them to interview me, uh, sorry, sorry, to interview them. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, every single person I reached out to, they were like, of course, I would love to. And then they would respond back. And so two weeks into that, I saw how many shares and views I was getting. And I was like, wow, this is kind of viable. You know, maybe I can, you know, obviously I was almost near broke. So I was like, I got to start making money somehow. So I, using my sales background, I created a sales packet to market the interviews. Um, and I sent it out to a few leads and it came back a big hit. I was like, I cannot believe this. This is, wow. this is crazy. And that first $5 was the $5 that I needed to spur on the entire process. <laughs> like that was, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I just made $5 online. This is something that is possible. So anyways, fast forward, um, a year later, uh, you know, hit, hit a, a 10, 100,000 followers, um, in a year and a half. Um, and it was just super, super awesome. We had moved back to, um, America at that point. And, um, I thought that things would be better because we, we left Honduras and actually when we were down in Honduras, I moved down there because his brother, but while we were there, his best friend's um, brother was also murdered. A few months later, his nephew was murdered. A few months later, a kid he used to be a guardian for was murdered. And so all of these tragic deaths all compiled into one year really took a toll on him. So when we moved back, I thought maybe, yeah, location would be better, but he, I mean, he fell into severe PTSD. I mean, and it was just really, really hard, you know, being in that situation and being, um, I guess in, you know, uh, yeah. And, and having feeling helpless and, and feeling like I couldn't do anything. So then I thought about, you know, the micro project. Um, this is 
the the project that actually um, picked up my husband from the streets when he was a teenager, <laughs> mm-hmm. and was also the project that helped us find a house in Honduras when I moved down there. And I was like, you know what? I need to expand my vision. My blog is just it, it, it's. There's, there's no reason for my blog and no reason for living if I can't help other people, you know, especially if I can't help my own husband, you know, and so, and his family. So, um, I dedicated the blog to the Micah project. Um, so the proceeds all, uh, like a percentage uh, of the proceeds goes towards directly towards the Micah project every single month. And, um, which is to help, you know, more street kids get off the street, um, and find an education and find a home and, you know, get, get the opportunities that they were not born into. Um, so that is really what the focus of the blog is now. And, and I, I mean, that's what honestly wakes me up every morning. I'm like, I have a mission to change the world and I have, and not only the world specifically Honduras, Honduras, I feel like is some place that is really off the radar of a lot of people. You know, you don't say that, Oh, you know, like help Africa, which is great. But like, no one says, Oh, let's, let's, you know, let's help Honduras. You know, I feel like it's, it's kind of a little blimp in the screen and I really want to, um, that's my passion. Obviously that's, that's my focus. And I hope through lady boss blogger, I can raise more awareness of this project and of people helping Honduras. Amazing. Okay. Well, great. You've just answered a couple of the questions I had left for you. So I guess that's your, your drive and your motivation more recently then. <laughs> I was going to ask if you had any specific challenging situations you could share with me on a personal level and how you've overcome them. You've kind of touched on going through that experience with your husband, but perhaps if you could sort of explain you know some of the steps that you took to deal with that because that's massively traumatic and dealing with your husband going through the challenges of all that too so how did you cope with it yeah well actually the specific situation that spurred everything on was the two kids that uh my uh, edgar is his name um his which is oscar which is my husband his brother left behind Mm -hmm. um and his his ex-wife uh you know messaged us and was like hey like we're really struggling, you know, without Edgar and, you know, they're basically asking for money. And at that point we had no way of helping them. And, and I mean, in addition to PTSD, you know, like, I mean, he was just down in the dumps, you know, just, you know, we, we were at a loss and that was the specific situation that actually, um, like it was something I couldn't even control. Like it was at two 30 in the morning, I couldn't sleep. And I pulled out my phone and I typed in the Micah, Micah And I donated because I was like, this is, even though we had zero funds and we honestly couldn't even barely make it on our own. We, it, it was something that I couldn't, I felt compelled to do. Mm. And and that was a specific situation that uh, uh, motivated me to um, to do that. Um, and uh, and actually, um, so recently, um, what how we've done to remedy the situation, and because right now we're paying for his uh, niece's education, his sister's rent, and all that stuff. Um, but we do want them to become their make you know, uh, a sustainable income on their own. So what my husband had a brilliant idea. He um, uh, actually invested, helped uh, his sister invest in some equipment because she sells food on the streets um, so that she can start her own business down there. And the first for the first week, it was kind of rocky, but literally, I mean, $50 in the U.S. is 
gold down there. She made $50 in one day working only about like three, four hours. And that has, and now her, her, her nephew has been, her other nephew has been able to move in with her. And so we're making steps to improve their quality of life down there. And hopefully with that, be able to employ other people, um, because that is a better, I mean, that that's just in general, how like, you don't want to just give, give money. You want to have a sustainable way of how they can make money by themselves. So that is the next goal of, of how we're investing and how we're helping hunters. Okay, great. It, it sounds like you've got your hands full and you must wake up some days and feel like despite making all of these, you know, bold and, and giant leaps forward, it gets, it, you know, the, the, the tough days catch up with the best of us. So what do you do on those days when everything feels impossible? I look forward to my coffee in the morning. <laughs> and literally that is what make, wakes me up. I'm like, I get to make coffee. I get to smell it. I get to drink it. Like that's my motivation. <laughs> and also my iPhone keeps me on track. Everything I need to do is literally up in there. You know, even if I, I also put in, you know, like take a break, you know, and if it dings, you know, and it pops up on my screen says, take a break. I literally drop everything. I take a break right there. And I, you know, walk around, exercise a little bit, you know, and, and um, so that's what keeps me, you know, motivated and encouraged. <laughs> okay, great. I mean, you've obviously spoken a lot about the charity and a lot of your questions keep going back to that, which is fantastic because I can hear that you're so passionate about it. But I would just want to kind of just swing the focus back to you and what you're doing, because maybe some of the women that are listening into the show don't have a charity to channel all their energy and enthusiasm into. So, you know, trying to make it a bit more relatable about you as an individual. So Mm -hmm. could you just give us an example of, you know, what's inspiring you to be the best you can be and and, you know maybe it's the charity again but is it about maybe being a role model to others is it about inspiring other women to to give back I mean what what's the true cause of your you know what's the root of your inspiration at the moment yeah well the goal with lady boss blogger is actually to help other women start blogs for a charitable cause as well as help women basically for us women are the one we are we are the content creators you know we're the ones who are producing all this stuff out there so why not make it for a, a cause or why not make it for you know the betterment of the world um and i, I feel like for for me, a model that I always go by is if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. And though it's so hard when you're in the midst of it, you know, I'm in the midst of it right now, you know, like to see the light at the end of the tunnel or even to break out of that tunnel, you know, like you just have to keep on taking, you know, little actionable steps every single day. Um, and what I also tell myself is that your aspirations must always be greater than your resources. So, I mean, mindset is everything, having a huge goal, having a huge, you know, um, if you have huge goals, honestly, more than likely you will get there. (laughs) Um, like I, it's so crazy, but like, like last year I had a goal. Um, actually, yeah, at the end of the year, 2017, I told myself I want to be a speaker and I had no idea how I was going to do that. I didn't know, you know, what it was, but I just felt compelled. I was like, I want to be a speaker. So when, um, uh, so basically, um, I just started reaching out to a bunch of people. I was like, Hey, you know, like you look for a speaker or like, you know, um, and I got, uh, I got hired or I got, um, invited to go to uh, a college and, and speak about blog. So, I mean, if you have little, even little goals that you have no idea how to do it, you just reach out to people and people are more, will be more than willing to help you and will be, you know, more than willing to, 
you know, guide you to where you need to go. Amazing. You actually, you just mentioned some really great one-liners there, which I'm sure we'll be able to rustle up into some quotes to help motivate other ladies that, um, you seem incredibly busy. Like, I mean, I think I'm busy, but uh, you seem very, very busy. And I, <laughs> I can I can tell by some of your previous um, answers that planning and organization and preparation is obviously very important. And, and running Lady Boss Blogger, it requires a lot of coordination. And, and um, you can see that you, you do that magnificently. I'm just wondering, like, so you're so busy doing all of this. You've got your husband, you've got the charity, you've got ever so many things happening. But what daily rituals do you turn to to help you stay on top of your work and personal life and sort of maintain a, a healthy, happy routine? This is what I do. I hire interns. <laughs> so few people hire interns and it's, they are gold. You know, I mean, they, they're eager to learn. They help you learn more about what you're doing with their questions. They're inquisitive. They're hardworking. Um, yeah, I have a lot of amazing interns that are, um, on the back end of lady boss blogger that keep it going. <laughs> so, but daily rituals, um, I've heard that meditation helps and, and calming your mind. Um, I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> I, I really, you know, I should. But honestly, what I do is, to me, it's very meditative to wake up and just drink my coffee um, and, and, and ponder the day and what I want to complete in the day and then, you know, have my goals in mind. So that's generally what I like to do. Are you a big journaling type of person? Do you set everything up in your diary? I'm just thinking about anybody listening, thinking, my goodness, I want to be like, I want to be like Elaine. How can I get that? <laughs> you know what? I am actually the complete opposite. Yes, even though like I was you know, drilling you, asking you the questions for the podcast before, but I'm actually really spontaneous. So like if, 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 if an opportunity presents itself, boom, I'm there. If something like basically my schedule is always malleable and always changing. Um, because I'm a, I'm an opportunist or however you say that word. <laughs> so if, yeah, if something pops up, I'm there. Um, and I feel like that's honestly what has helped, you know, because the more you show up, the more you're present, the more you're, um, the more that, well, actually, you know what? I take that back because you have to have a structure in place first in order to be spontaneous. Okay. Great. So because I have everything structured and set in place, <laughs> I'm able to do that. And how I do that is honestly through, you know, Google docs, through, um, my iPhone through a uh, Google calendar, everything that's, you know, Google, everything <laughs> is how, you know, cause you can share it with other people and they're like, okay, this is what needs to get done, you know? And then while they're doing it, I'm out, you know, speaking or doing what <laughs> Yes. Being spontaneous. Yes. yes. Being spontaneous. Basically, I'm setting that. myself up for the opportunities yeah. to be spontaneous. Yes. I, no, I love that. I, I joke as well. I sometimes mention that, um, I have the structure in my diary, but I leave windows <laughs> to be spontaneous who knows what I'll get up to during my free time but uh, I, I call my blog my journal because whatever I'm learning I'm putting on my blog mm -hmm. and that's that's very meditative for me yeah of course yeah it must be yes 
Okay. Well, awesome. That, <laughs> I've loved listening to the to, to you talking about those those elements of your life. It's fantastic. So, Elaine, um, coming towards the end now, I don't always like to wrap up at the end of the interview and ask all my guests to share their top three tips. And for you, I'd like to ask what three tips you would like to share with other women that want to feel more empowered and more confident in themselves and perhaps make a, you know, a more positive impact with their life. What would you say to them? To me, um, for in regards to confidence, I would say be able, once you are confident, what that means to me is that you are actually able to think outside of yourself. Meaning if, you know, somebody comes in and you can generally, you can uh, genuinely compliment them, you can generally talk about them and not necessarily always about yourself. That's because you're super confident in yourself and you don't have to get the affirmation from other people because you're already filled up. You're not looking for, you know, them, them to, you know, give you what you're, you feel like you're lacking. Um, so being able to look outside of yourself, which I feel a lot of women do, but that does not come when it comes to confidence. They generally look inward when it comes to confidence and try to, you know, um, uh, I, I don't know, you know, like you just, uh, you just have to be able to look outside of yourself. And the more you look outside of yourself, the more, um, confident you'll be ironically <laughs> <laughs> lovely yeah I like that one a lot okay so that's tip number um, one tip number yes. two tip number two is I actually really hate this quote but it says it's uh, it's okay to fail I don't like to believe I don't necessarily believe in failure I believe in continual learning whenever people tell me it's okay to fail I'm like okay well what's failure you know, then that's like an end goal, you know, then everything just down at the dumps. Everything to me is a cycle. It's, it's easier for me to digest it when, when I, when I hear it like that, because, you know, you can learn and then you'd be like, okay, let me relearn that. And then, and then continue in a, in a circular motion upwards, you know, versus I, I succeeded. I failed. I succeeded. I failed. You know, that's, nice. that, that's to me. Um, uh, I mean, everything in life is cycles. So yeah, I love that one. Yeah, definitely. Very, very circular economy in terms yes. of your learning experiences. Yes. No waste. Amazing. And tip number three. Tip uh, number three would be, um, and I know you do fashion and let, let, so let me talk a little bit about that. Um, I would say, and in regards to women too, I mean, we, I mean, when you love what you wear, you generally are confident. You generally, um, you just, you just portray, you know, that, that level of uh, certainty about yourself. So start noticing the thing, what things that you wear and, and what, and how you feel when you wear it. Like, for example, you know, if you love how you feel in a peplum, you know, dress, then wear more peplum. You know, if you feel more empowered when you have, you know, a high neckline, you know, or, or if you wear heels, like for me, when I wear heels, I am the most powerful woman in the world. Like nobody can trump me. You know, like <laughs> I, I, when I was in sales, if I wore heels, I made I about eighty five percent of my walk ins. I, I I made the sale. You know, so it, it's all about. I mean, you know, people say like, oh, you know, don't worry about the external, but external is really important for you to feel, you know, internal, you know, so start noticing those little things about your, your style and how, and what you wear and, and, you know, it'll continue to, to grow into your own personal internal confidence. 
perfect. Good tip. And I love the fact that you brought that back to style. Thank you. (laughs) It is very important. The inside and outside are totally connected. So I really love Mm -hmm. that one. Okay, amazing. Well, look, I've actually got one more little question I'm going to throw in. And it's actually just because um, I'm also the founder of the Ethical Brand Directory, which is all about Mm. ethical and sustainable brands. And I just asked this question on the off chance, if any of my guests have come across any amazing brands that are doing um, amazing things and giving back. Uh, I don't know whether you've come across uh, any, you're based in the US, so any brands for my radar? Um, actually, I think this one is in the UK. They're called Simon, Simone Simon or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you should, it's S-I-M-O-N-E-S-I-M-O-N. They actually uh, reached out to me to get featured, but, um, that's how I know about them. Okay. Uh, but they, their fashion is very interesting in how they use stripes. It's a, it's a French brand actually. Um, and it's all about, you know, black and white stripes and like, I mean, I, they wouldn't consider it stripes, but they're all about the ethical, you know, and sustainable clothing and stuff like that. Um, but also like how to, you know, best, you know, uh, utilize, you know, these shapes on your body to, to, to bring out the best oh. uh, in you. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, that, that's, that's a great find. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Shall check them out. Okay. So Elaine, well, I mean, I really feel like I've learned a lot about you in today's interview. So thank you very much for sharing and, yeah. um, and just being here today. If you could just let uh, our listeners know how they can connect with you and find out more about what you're doing, where do they need to go? Uh, I would go to ladybossblogger.com um, and everything's on there. I just started um, the uh, my personal resources, which is the blog I was talking about, um, where I talk specifically about, you know, everything I learned, you know, in this year and a half um, and everything um, in regards to blogging, business, Instagram, blah, 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 whatever it is you want. It's my personal resources that you can check it out. It's um, ladybossblogger.com slash Elaine dash rouse dash resources. <laughs> <laughs> or just go to ladyboxblogger.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, amazing. Well, thank you ever so much for being here today. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how everything pans out for you in the future. Yeah, thank you so much for like having me on this show. This is truly amazing. ever got stuck and wondered what's my why or woken up one day and thought I have no style or I don't know what my passion is have you ever thought I'm stuck and I want to discover who I am or have you ever felt like I'm not clear on my values and feel like you can't contribute to the conversation then I've got some great news for you Roberta Stowley is proud to present two new online courses, Discover My Why and Wear My Values. This is a two-part course, both separate courses that you can decide to choose one or the other. They offer an inside-outside discovery process. If this sounds like something that might excite you, I invite you to find out more. Visit the website robertastylelee.co.uk and see if you can find out your why and discover a way to wear your values.
And this one is for all of those conscious fashion and lifestyle listeners out there. Did you know that the Ethical Brand Directory, www.ethicalbranddirectory.com, is where ethics meets aesthetics? That's right. I've been working on creating a selection of beautiful brands to help you look good, feel good, and do good, so you can wear your values. Don't forget to check it out. Have a beautiful day.